The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So, welcome back. Um, I'm going to tell you a little story. I was recently on retreat, and my job, my yogi job, was to do breakfast. I would put the things out for breakfast, and I would gather them back up, and I would wash dishes around them. And there was a place on the sink where sometimes people would put some other dishes, and it wasn't my job to do them, but they'd be really grateful if I did those dishes. So this yogi job was supposed to take 45 minutes, and I spent about two hours at it. (laughs) And that happens when you're on a small retreat and there aren't so many people to do all the extra jobs. So some days there was really a lot of work. And one day... I saw some yogurt tubs sitting down at the end of the sink, and I said, well, I think I'll just wash those up. Not my job, but I just had this feeling of generosity. I'm going to wash these up. And then I noticed that there was some tape on them with somebody's name on it. And the habit at the forest refuge is you could take some food at lunch and stick it in the refrigerator if you labeled it, and then you could have it for dinner because they had just tea at night. And uh, so then I said, well, somebody didn't even want to wash their own tubs. And all of a sudden, that generous impulse turned to resentment. Why couldn't they wash their own tubs? There's a place for them to wash their tubs. (laughs) I was getting all tied up in this. And then I noticed the name on the tub. And the name on the tub was of this woman who had left that morning, had left the retreat, And the day before, I had been sitting next to her at the table, and I had an impulse to wash her dishes for her. She was an elderly woman, and I thought, I should just take her dishes. But the whole exchange of trying to tell her I'm going to take her dishes just didn't seem to fit with the retreat, so I let the moment pass. So so the irony of this is I wanted to do something for this woman the day before, and the next day when I was going to do something for someone anonymous and I turned out I had an opinion about whether they should have left those tubs there, all of a sudden I didn't want to wash the tubs. We're talking yogurt tubs here, you know. (laughs) And so then then once I recognized her name, I said, oh, well. And the generosity came up again. I immediately washed the tubs. And then I laughed because nothing had changed But there were a whole series of stories I was telling myself along the way about those yogurt tubs. When they were anonymous and didn't belong to anybody, here comes the generosity gene, I'm going to just wash these up. Then I had an opinion about whether they should be there. Resentment took over. Now, then when I saw the name on the tub, the generosity comes up again. This is a lot of activity. One of the nice things about retreats is it gives you an opportunity to see little things like this happen. (laughs) Now, I could have just kept telling that story about how it just wasn't right for people to leave their dishes for other people to clean. And that ill will could have become the overriding thing that happened in that set of conditions. 
But what happened instead was the generosity took root. I like to think it's because I had the generous generous thought the day before. And I had a generous thought about washing those tubs in the first place. And so when it came down to the same set of conditions, I chose the generous piece instead of continuing to tell the story and feeding the ill ill will. Now, this seems like a lot of analysis around washing a couple of yogurt tubs. But actually it helped me see something about how my mind worked. I know this experience of wanting to do something for someone and doing something for them. It feels really great. Everybody's happy. And then they start expecting it to happen. And pretty soon, you know, it it feels like it's not as much fun. Because, in fact, the generosity was conditional, right? I'm going to do this because I want to do this for you, and you're going to be happy, or you're going to like me. There's, there's just a little tiny string attached to that piece of generosity. The act is generous. I give you this, but I'm holding on to something, some little thing I'm holding on to that gives root to ill will in the end. The act of generosity is very clean. I want to give you this. I give you this. And then I have to actually let go of it. (laughs) To actually let go of it. Because that act of letting go says, now it's yours. I'm no longer attached to it. And now I'm free of all those other things that might happen because I've been holding on to them. And I haven't conditioned the next moment with expectations. I haven't conditioned the next moment with payback. It's a clean gift of generosity. I give you this. So you could say that when something becomes expected, that I've lost the joy of generosity. And the question is, has it been taken away by someone else's expectations, or have I given it away by holding on to it? There is joy in a generous act, just like often. Now, the generous author, the generosity of finally washing those tubs after all this analysis, didn't actually make up for the ill will that was there. This, the part where I was saying, oh, this person, this shouldn't be happening. These people shouldn't do this. You know, all the judgment about whatever that is. It's a lot of negative energy that I was building up through that story. But because I was conditioned, I had, I, it really was intended to be generosity in the beginning. I could let go of that ill will and not keep building it up. The same conditions, the same set of circumstances, I could have gone this way or I could have gone that way. But the conditioning of the moment allowed me to go this way 
to, to go toward just washing the tubs. But it did something else. The other thing it did for me is it, let, it allowed me to stop attaching stories to those tubs at all. So I did this job for a month. And you can imagine, there were lots of tubs that showed up. Sometimes I washed the tubs. Sometimes I didn't wash the tubs. But I didn't have any stories attached to the tubs. It wasn't, I'm generous if I do this. I'm not generous if I don't do this. It wasn't, these tubs should be here. These tubs shouldn't be here. They just, all the energy went out of it entirely. Once I could see that this was all just my mind going back and forth, you know, when I had time, I washed the tubs. When I didn't have time, I didn't wash the tubs. It became a very equanimous place. Whereas if I had continued on either track of, oh, I'm so good that I wash these tubs all the time, then the tubs become a really big deal. And they have meaning beyond just something that happened. Or had I taken this resenting, I'm never going to wash those tubs, I'll show them. Somebody else can wash those tubs. They're not my job. It's really easy to see how these things can build on themselves. And I'm really glad that this woman left her tubs and didn't take her name off the tub because it allowed me to understand what my mind was doing. It allowed me to see that generosity is independent of what we're holding on to about it. It allowed me to see that I can just let something go. It did something else. It, because I was able to separate the act of generosity from whomever it was for, I was able to accept generosity from someone else without making it about me. Not about me. This was someone else's generous impulse. And I got to rejoice that they experienced the joy of generosity. And that's what allowed me to receive their generosity. You know, sometimes we think, oh, that person is so nice, I can't really deal. <laughs> or, you know, I don't deserve this. Or Because we're making that gift that someone gave us or that act of generosity about us. Generosity comes from the heart and is a giving. That's all. Everything else is extra. Everything. So when it's possible for you to be able to just give, it's also possible for you to just receive because it isn't about you. Does this make sense? And it all arises out of the quality of the mind that you bring to the experience. Is there openness? Is there willingness to just let it be? Or are there stories attached to it? This is right, this is wrong, this is good, this is bad, this happened yesterday, this is going to happen tomorrow. All of these are stories. 
But the real joy arises in just letting it be the way it is. So that's what I learned on retreat. Sort of my summer vacation story. (laughs) Always wash the tubs. (laughs) 